Hi, welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Valerie. Welcome back. I just want to give a quick shout out to, he's probably like way healed by now, but uh, Jared Padalecki was in a little bitty car accident not too long ago. Gosh, little bitty indeed. I know he's resting and I know he's fine, but, and I know he doesn't listen, but we love you, Jared. (laughs) Yes. Feel better yeah. soon. <laughs> Feel better soon. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I can't imagine. I've, I've, I've picked up little details here and there about the severity of the accident and yeah. the fact that he walked away and that there were no fatalities in the accident. It's amazing. Right. Cause I, well, I think it was like the last time we were recording or, you know, we were at least talking to each other and like I caught on Twitter, you know, that he had, uh, announced a con. Yeah. yeah it's like, sorry guys, I'm not going to be able to go to the con. And then Misha had written back, like, you know, we love you. So it was yep. like, what's going on? What's going you know? on? Yeah, and then the, it was the like first... a day later, it was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's first thought was that his depression was back. And yeah. you know, so everyone's being super supportive about that. I think it was Jensen at the con said, you know, he was the one who broke it, that he was in a car accident. Yeah. And yikes. So speaking of car accident. I just drove oh. back from Wisconsin. I did not get in a car accident. Oh, okay. You can't, but, you can't lead with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I came very close. Yeah. I was, I don't know on what freeway I was on. And I was somewhere between Ohio and West Virginia. I was in the left-hand lane of like a five-lane highway. And a deer came from the far right of me and came rode, ran across all five lanes and looked at me like stopped in my lane and looked at me for just the longest like the, yeah just enough time for me to recognize that there's now uh-huh. a deer in front of me for me to hit the brakes hit the horn yeah. and I was able to swerve slightly out of my lane to just yeah. miss shaving hairs off that deer's butt oh boy I was so close to murdering a deer with my car. Oh God. Um, and it was, uh, it's funny. Cause I was like, right on, right on the edge of thinking it's time for me to pull off and like stretch my legs type of yeah. thing. Well, after that adrenaline shot, I'm like, I can go for another two hours. I am so ready to go. And I saw like all the cars behind me all like hit their brakes and they yeah. were just, and I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what happened to the deer after that, whether it tried to jump the, the divider and go the other side of the freeway right, or yeah. what, but I was, oh my gosh, almost murdered a deer. Have you um, ever hit a deer? No. Mm, I think the I only hit... thing I've ever hit is a possum and that, oh. about, that, that was hard enough for me yeah. psychologically. <laughs> I can't imagine. Well... Well, yes. my car with a deer yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i've twice i've been in a car accident with a deer once oh, where i was the passenger yeah. and once where i was the driver and it feels like driving straight into a wall a wall it's crazy well, how much um how solid impact, yeah this oh. animal can have and it, it's very sad and heartbroken breaking when you see the 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 deer on the side of the road, especially because he was both in like die. Kansas. No, this is in Kansas <laughs> and um, Ohio, respectively. When <laughs> other people like pull off to the side, is like, oh, are you gonna use that? Oh, Meaning the deer. Oh God. No, 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 I'm not. Oh, I'm glad I could give you 
venison for <laughs> yeah oh uh, i have literally seen some guys like come back like they pulled off to the side in a car and said hey is that you know you you want that i'm like dibs yeah absolutely not drove away and then they came back in a truck with more guys and then like lifted up this dead animal into their truck well, I, like, well I, guess... I mean, I guess it's better than shooting it for sport. I guess. Season three, episode seven, Fresh Blood. Gordon Walker escapes from prison, intent on killing Sam. A run-in with a vampire leaves Gordon one of the undead and an even more formidable foe. Written by Sarah Gamble and directed by Kim Manners, which probably explains why it got so dark. (laughs) (laughs) It got so dark and gritty and well done. I'm a little bummed out that the that the disclaimer or that the description forecasted uh, Gordon being changed because I didn't read that. And watching it, I was like, oh, no, like, oh, no, as it was happening. So I'm, I'm glad I didn't know that it was happening. For the first time, I'm sure it would have been like, oh, what? You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but I definitely remembered this twist this or this okay. angle. Okay. I didn't remember this. I just knew that mm. Gordon, Gordon's a badass, whether he's, <laughs> you know, the the walking <laughs> dead or not. <It's>, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and he played it, man. He is just like the perfect actor for this role, particularly in this one. Yeah. I, that there's some nuances that I want to talk about when we get to them. I was like, God, this guy. Yeah. This guy. Cause yeah, I hate to say it, but your heart bleeds for him in certain moments of this, of this episode Mm -hmm. as, as much as he wants to kill Sam and you're like, no, you can't kill Sam. It's like his, his journey is like, Oh God. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So mm-hmm. in our recap, the then evil sons of bitches, Bella, she's yeah. a great thief. Gordon yeah. scenes, obviously, and uh, Kubrick, you know, joining the, the path of or the the mission of Sam is evil. Yes. So Sam one can surmise this is a Garden Gordon episode, and Bella is probably going to show up at some point. Yeah, what? And then so now, the now, Bella is there. <laughs> <laughs> by that awesome train bridge structure that I love. Yes, I put by that bridge underlined. <laughs> yes. The uh, license plate on her car says New York. Um, we never see a Chiron in this episode, but we do see another car later in the episode that also has New York plates. So I'm assuming oh, maybe this they're... takes place in New York. So we do see Bella and uh, she is confronted by... Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> like, out of the woods, boom, Gordon Walker, which yes. in and of itself would probably make me poop just because he's so freaking scary. He is. He's just so intense. And to her credit, she doesn't even flinch. She is so Not for a little with- bit. Yeah. In a, in a second, you see a flicker of oh shit on her face, but she hides it super quick. She does, yes, because she's, you know, she plays the like, do I know you? What's going yeah. on? And when he gives her his name, that's when you see like a legitimate fear of like, yep. oh shit. <laughs> yep. But then she masks it right away. Very though, quickly. Mm-hmm. She masks it right away and pretends to like, 
reach in her car for something very nonchalantly. And uh, Gordon's like, oh, you looking for your gun? And he just happens to have it in his Mm -hmm. hand. So now she realizes that she could potentially be in trouble because not only is it Gordon Walker, who is a badass hunter, escaped from prison, um, now also, now she's completely unarmed. Yes. Um, And he is, as he threatens her shortly after once he demands to know where the winchesters are because he knows that she's been with them and then even at gunpoint even at his it's not just gunpoint you know it's his gunpoint twice he threatens to just kill her yeah you know straight out and she very ballsily you know says Mm -hmm. if you kill me you're not going to find sam and dean which is what he's ultimately after after because he knows that she was just with them yeah. And I'm thinking when she said that, I was like, yeah, but he found you. Yeah, so what makes you think like, he can't I've... just find Sam and Dean? I thought you the same. I mean? It's like, I, I feel like he could, f- he would be able to find them eventually. Yeah. You eventually, know? <laughs> maybe not as quick, but, yeah. um, but he plays the game. He's like, all right, what's it going to take for you to tell me where Sam and Dean are? And she says, you know, he names a price and she laughs at how much money he was offering mm-hmm. her. But she notices that he just happens to have this, uh, was it greedy? Oh, mojo, a mojo, a mojo bag. bag. Basically a hoodoo sack that's used for holding like a magic item or a prayer in a bag type of thing. My question is, why does Gordon have this? Like, was he just so playing her this whole can, time? Yes. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking that he knew, he knew who she was. So I think he was, he just had that on him to persuade her. Because why else oh, would he have it? No, I, think I didn't think her. that. I don't think that at all. Okay. I think that. It was just a device that the writer Creative used. team put it, put it on him. Okay. And that okay. was a thing that he carried. That's his little whoopee, his you know, maybe. Yes. Yeah. But okay. she's stuck on that. When she spots it, she's like, nope. That's what, I want. that's what i want don't need money i want that because want that, that will bring me item. even more money and the second he hands it over because at first he hesitates he says absolutely not but then you know the, the pull of of knowing where sam is is just too strong and he hands it over and immediately she picks up the phone and calls dean and is like hey dean where are you what's going and on rats them out no hesitation. Yeah. Even knowing who he is. Yeah. And not even giving them a code, you know, word oh, or a heads right. up or anything. No, no warning that he's coming no, after. Um, nope. Uh, oh, fuck. What was, the, what was the code word that we learned last season? Uh, uh, Poughkeepsie? No. No, no, no. They haven't done Poughkeepsie yet. They haven't done Poughkeepsie Poughkeepsie's yet. later. No, no, no. It's like Knight Rider or... Um, oh, shit. Oh, no. It was when he was on the roof with yes um, with the gun <gasps> oh sammy what do we i gotta doing? i have to look it up i have to look it up it's just okay. gonna stick in my head funky town funky town everything oh is God. funky town yes nope she couldn't no even nothing. give him a funky town nope. not that she knows their their little language but whatever you know <laughs> she couldn't give him like a you know a reference to red sky you know <laughs> yeah like, you know, hey i found the the hand <laughs> yeah know? or or watch out for Mrs. Uh, Grabby Hands or whatever her name was. I know. So not cool, Bella. Not cool. Nope. So she calls Dean, gives them up to Gordon, title splash. 
So next thing we see is Sam and Dean um, on like a side street or a dark alley. Yeah, they're not in the car. They are not in the car. They are on the hunt on foot with yes. their flashlights. Yes, it's very heavy. Um, and they uh, they see like a pool of blood and are like, aha, go towards a pool of blood. And they find this guy like laying next to a dumpster with like a giant hole bitten in his neck. And Sam immediately goes into like bedside Sam. He's like, mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. We're here to help you. In the meantime, Dean is like, where is she? Yes. <laughs> you know, he is all business. He's all hunter. Yeah. Where I'm not here to help you. I'm here to find yeah. the chick. So, so we catch them in the middle of a hunt. They've already are, they're on, they're in pursuit of something. They already know what it is. And shortly after, you know, when Dean goes off to find she kind of comes across like a, not a, like a trio fork in the road, so to speak, decides to use himself as bait by slicing open his arm and letting the blood drip down therefore drawing her out oh it's a cute little blonde vampire yeah. named Bloody Harmony. face <laughs> 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 oh poor typecasting oh poor mercedes mcnab you know what she <laughs> she like said this in an interview she was like i was a little worried but she had worked with kim manners before in a, something called adventures of briscoe county junior Okay. Which I've never heard of before, but that's how she landed this job, I'm guessing. Um, she's like, you know, I enjoyed working with him so much that I decided, okay, and it's a little bit different because, you know, as we find out later, he does uh, catch her, inject her with dead man's blood, and then she wakes up in a, like, surrounded by mattresses, um, <laughs> tied to a chair. And as they are interrogating her, she's not aware of what she is or what happened. Right, she was tricked into it, yeah. Yes, so that was kind of Mercedes's um, process (laughs) of like, okay. Okay, it's okay to be a vampire again. Yes, Harmony from Buffy and Angel. Yes. And she was a little ditzy. So it was kind of, when I saw her again, I was like, is this Harmony? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she wasn't ditzy, she was just really confused. I mean, she was just, she thought she'd been roofied. So right. she was really confused about, so it wasn't that she was ditzy. She was just like, no, really, somebody help me, please. I don't know what's yeah, going like, on. Yeah, like, I'm still high. I can't come down from this yeah. drug that this guy gave me. You know, he put it in yeah. my drink. And it's everything is really intense. Uh, like, sights, smells, sounds. I can hear someone's heart beating, heart beating. from half a mile half away. A away. Yep. But it's like, it's still going. I can't come down. Yeah. And at first, the boys are treating her like, Oh, haha! Ha, very funny. You know, nice try, right? But but then they're like, oh, well, crap! She actually doesn't know. Yeah, and you can see it like like Sam's concerned. Like he's starting to have like it's like he was being sympathetic. Like you can see it on his yeah. face. He's like, oh mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Whereas Dean was Dean was also like, oh no, but also still grilling her. Like, oh yeah, yeah really? Yeah. Well, you know, there's this, there's that, and you've killed. We followed a body you know trail of bodies yeah you know, a sloppy but, trail of bodies that she's right, but she behind. thinks that she was hallucinating you know she's like yeah. no 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 that wasn't real that wasn't Bad real dream. i just need help i just need you know fluids you know <laughs> <laughs> right. so he he re- i loved this dean is still the the hard side of you know interrogation 
Mm-hmm. And he leans in, he's like, listen, wavy gravy. And I had to look that up because he calls her wavy gravy. And a very pointed thing to call somebody. And it wasn't just because of her blonde wavy hair. Did you look up who wavy gravy is? No, I thought it was because of her blonde wavy her blonde hair. hair. <laughs> uh, wavy gravy was this like hippie icon. Um, he kind of he kind of got became known as, well, his name was Hugh Romney. And B.B. King actually gave him the moniker of Wavy Gravy. Oh. He, um, he and his group of, you know, merry men, essentially, uh, were at Woodstock. And they were asked to be the, uh, like, security for Woodstock. Mm. And instead of being the security, they called themselves the police people, P- P-L-E-A-S-E, please. And they set up, like, a tent for people who were having, like, bad trips they help feed people oh. once the rainstorm started and people were just trapped at Woodstock. They were able to like literally hand out food to make sure that people were being sustained. And so the wavy gravy and the whole like bad trip yeah. is a very specific reference. But yeah, he helped he helped people at Woodstock who were, you know, who needed help. Um, but then he also became like he was kind of a clown. He also literally dressed up as a clown and did anything to do like outreach and help people. Mm. So wavy gravy help people out of bad trips thus right. the reference in this moment another very a... specific reference okay <laughs> she she explains her side of things which is i was at a club and this guy you know gave me he was supposed to give me a new drug and now suddenly I, you know i woke up in this room and i was starving and i was so hungry that i couldn't wait for this guy and i burst out of the room and that's all she really remembers yeah you know she doesn't remember fully that she like killed a bunch of people and feasted on people (laughs) so the boys like pull themselves aside and they feel bad for her because this is unlike their usual monster hunts where you know the monster knows that they're a monster and they're very purposefully doing something but here she was like against her will against her consent turned into something and unknowingly too like well this sucks change yeah because we we still still need to <laughs> there's no there's no cure you're right yeah and uh and even sam is like yeah she's got to go yeah so but dean takes you know dean's the one who does it mm-hmm. you know he walks back into the room cuts her head off luckily we don't see it but the audio of it was yeah, we enough hear her scream for me yeah. <laughs> you hear the swing and the thud of her head hitting the ground yep. it's like okay didn't yep. didn't need to bye. see it bye harmony so now we're at a hospital that has the guy that they found earlier. He's alive. The victim. He's mm-hmm. yes, he's being healed. Gordon and Kubrick come in. <laughs> as in their suits, suits <laughs> agents, whatever the hell they are. FBI agents coming to interrogate him. They grill him on whether he ingested any of the blood you know, for, from this woman during the attack yeah. because yeah. she has a virus. Like, um, he, the, the victim is like, oh, but, but she bit me. And, and Kubrick is like, no, it's blood transfusion only. You know, that's the only way you can get infected. He's um, like, whew. <laughs> whew, that's good. <laughs> and Gordon's like, well, it is good because otherwise we would have had to kill you. And the guy in the bed is like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> nothing. Complete stone slate from Gordon. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, we, I, we I, say I... bedside manner from Sam. Gordon is uh, <laughs> 180. He's even worse yeah. than Dean. 
Right? Dean, Dean is getting better. He's getting a little better, but... But, and then Gordon's, like, right back in it. He's like, uh, again, the attack. Can you go back and tell us what yeah. details, please? Mm -hmm. You know? And he's like, what do you remember? And he, and he describes everything, like, and then, you know, these two guys, like, rescued me, rushed, you know, chased her off. Oh, the two guys, what they look like? I don't know, but one was tall. And I'm like, boom! Now we start seeing Sam being recognized as tall. Yeah, as the tall <laughs> one, yes. <laughs> as the tall one, and this is going to start following him. <laughs> I know, for the Pretty rest of his life. <laughs> for the rest, the rest of his life. So Sam and Dean are now at the, the club that Harmony slash Lucy described herself <laughs> as finding this dealer guy yes. at. And they're looking for the guy that she described as the dealer. She said he was old. He was 30. Yes. <laughs> which, which, which shocked up, me up. Yes. And they see this guy. They, don't, they didn't find anything inside, but they see somebody leading a blonde into the alleyway outside mm -hmm. of the club. And they're like, this could probably be the guy. And of course it is the guy and he's like getting ready to drop some blood into this blonde's mouth. Like this will be the best thing you've ever experienced. And she's like, all right. And just before the blood drops in her mouth, Sam and Dean bum rush them, yeah. save the girl, run, run. And then, you know, start to beat up uh, the drug dealer guy who unfortunately does get the upper hand. Dean, you know, Dean and Sam now go running off after Dixon. Yeah. Dean is acting like, a teenage boy in this and that he thinks he is invincible because this is one of many times throughout this episode that he's just like I, I got it we'll just go for it like running straight into the fire right right or like throwing his machete down and waiting for harmony vampire to leave yeah. him so that he can yeah. inject her with the uh, exactly exactly you know, the the dead man's blood at the very last second but yes same thing he goes they go running after um drug dealer guy but instead of finding him they're confronted by gordon and kubrick in one yeah. of the scariest entrances <laughs> i mean yeah scariest entrances and commercial break right uh, cut off scenes you know <laughs> it's just like gordon storming towards them bringing up a gun, gun. and then blackout blackout right like, he's oh! so good at this. He is so good at this. It's just, oh, yeah, perfect. Out of the commercial break, it's now everything's erupted into gunfire. So so Gordon and Kubrick are just shoot, shooting at Sam and Dean, and they've got them cornered in the alley. Mm -hmm. um, and Dean, again, at the last second is like, you know, I'll run at him. You know, you run off. Like, I'll take yeah. the fire. And you you go you run off and Sam's like wait no of course Dean is gone yeah jumps gone. up jumps over cars uh, and goes running off hoping to draw fire away from Sam yeah. Kubrick chases after um, yes. Dean but Gordon does not Gordon, no, Gordon stays behind. is laser focused on Sam on he Sam. doesn't even like look behind at Kubrick to see if he's okay or you know it's just yep. oh, you got nope. him okay cool he is, great he is after Sam and yes. laser focused that's that's perfect he's so much laser focused on dean that he doesn't notice dixon coming yep. from above him to like jump him like a spider monkey and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like knocks him out yeah so he's totally blindsided by dixon sam's gone we don't know where sam is but yeah he uh, he drifted off some more because he yep. gordon does come around to the corner where sam was you know he's ducking gone. down hiding not there yep but it's what like Sam his his mission to get Sam it was his 
downfall in the yes. end because yeah. he Achilles was not on guard. So mm-hmm. yep. And Dixon was able to knock him out. Yeah. And uh, so the next thing we see is back at the motel. Now it's yeah. Sam alone I, in the motel. I put at the motel? Because it is a motel room, <laughs> but this mattress is... Barricade. with the With the mattresses. Because at first I thought they were in like a, I don't know, a factory or a warehouse of mattresses. And yeah. it wasn't until the scene I was like, oh, wait, this is inside of they're, a they're motel, motel room. Yeah, you can see like the... There's the square on the floor, like the dirty square where the bed used to be, where the, yeah. like, they, so they didn't just take mattresses, like the bed frames are gone. It's like, maybe right. they're just in, oh, who cares? It's, it's they, not they might a room be squatting they, again. Exactly. They're not, they didn't pay for this room. No. This is, you know, but so Sam is there pacing, basically waiting mm-hmm. for, for Dean to show up. Cause he doesn't know what happened to Dean after he ran off. And then Dean kind of swags in like, Hey, you know, here we are. And Sam's like, what the hell? You know, where have you been? Yeah. Dean's being very laissez-faire, still, you know, very nonchalant about the chances he's taking with his life yes. and not checking back in with, with Sam. He's like, oh, I stopped right. to get a slice. It's like, what? You know, you didn't call <laughs> me right away to say that you were okay. You didn't check to see if I was okay. You know, yeah, there yeah. Is- yeah, it's a mixture of like laissez-faire, but also adrenaline fueled, I think, because yeah. he does have that kind of frantic energy about him just a little bit you know like yeah oh yeah sorry i mean it's not to get a slice yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and i need to i need to kind of come down from this yes and after they are done kind of bickering at each other they're like well how the hell did gordon find us yeah you know and dean puts it together only you know is bella she called me uh-huh. then and, he shows up. and then gordon shows up and so he calls bella threatens to kill her which i can't blame him and no. he, he and he even says like if you think I'm kidding, listen to the tone of my voice. I'm like, if the tone of his voice didn't give it away, the underscoring music that <laughs> yeah. played after he said that would have been a dead giveaway because it was like, don, don, I know. It was I know. completely sinister, serious music. Yes, because she's being her usual, like, flippant, uh, flirty, con- jokey, flirty, condescending, slightly self, you know, like, oh, yeah. I didn't oh, think I didn't it would be a big deal. There's only one of him, yeah. there's two of you. And, and then like once he's like no i'm gonna kill you and that's when she starts to take it seriously he's like oh shit like i was i was scared of gordon but i'm even more scared of dean when he's not on my side (laughs) yes exactly the the two of them together honestly you know i'm gonna kill you click yeah so now we're in a warehouse or an abandoned warehouse or something something yeah gordon's tied down to a, like a metal bed spring. I thought he was going to start getting electrocuted <laughs> just because it was like all the metal springs and stuff. Um, but no. So he's tied he could have to used this- one of the mattresses that's at the motel. Oh my gosh. There's so many mattresses in this episode. What were the writers <laughs> trying to tell us? Did we, you know, we looked up the symbolism maybe, of maybe frogs. This- Why not? Right, we shouldn't have mattresses. Of mattresses. <laughs> I think we, we missed a step here, Sam. We could have yeah, so. done some deep diving. But so not only is Gordon tied to a bed, but there's like two blonde chicks who are strung up from the ceiling. Like they're mm-hmm. hung by their arms. Um, and uh, Dixon is there and he's like feeding them glasses of blood and they are eagerly drinking them, like yeah. lapping them up. And he's like, this will mm-hmm. just hold you for now, you know? And turns out Dixon knows Gordon. And he know, or, or at least he knows who Gordon is. 
Yeah, like he knows he's a hunter. Knows he's a hunter and is responsible for many, many deaths of many, many vampires. And so he's kind of holding Gordon responsible. Right. Well, he talks about his family, which is from, you know, hundreds of years ago. He shows a photo, you know, from, Very old I don't photo. know, like yeah. the 1900s or something yeah. like that. I'm, I'm bad at placing. Daughter. Yeah. No, that's okay. It's a very, um, very, very old yes. photo. Yes. It's one of those, like, um, uh, sepia-toned. <laughs> yes, like a daguerreotype. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, calls her his daughter... And he blames another hunter for killing that family of his. So now he has to create a new family. Right. Um, <laughs> I love that Gordon's like, oh, you mean fang whores? <laughs> it's not your family that you're creating. You're creating monsters. No. You know, you guys aren't even sewer rats. Like sewer rats have more humanity and family. Than I know. You do. I, and oddly enough, I did. I felt for Dixon in this because you could kind of tell like Gordon's like barrage of insults are actually getting to him. Yep. Because, like, not only is he, has he suffered, you know, being alone for centuries, and why did it take him so long to make a new family? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so he's suffering. <laughs> Good question. Suffering through the pain of being lonely for so long. Or maybe he's like Louis from the Anne Rice novels. And you may be not familiar with those. I didn't read them. I know, I, know, I know Interview with a Vampire. I know the book. Okay, so just... the Brad Pitt character? Yeah. He kind of tends to be like the loner vampire who's a okay. little bit regretful of being a vampire, Sexy but still, guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he's a little <laughs> bit of that. Maybe maybe he was trying to channel a little bit of Brad Pitt a la yeah. Yeah. Anne Rice. Or Lost, or Lost Boys, which if you haven't seen yet, you should. I have seen it, not uh, for a long time ago. Because there was, there was a little boy, there was like a, a little brother, little, little brother who was uh -huh. a vampire. That everybody like protected. So, so anyway, I got on a whole diatribe of that. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was saying that I kind of felt for Dixon in this because he was just like sad at losing his family a long time ago, being alone for so long, and then like having to suffer through Gordon's, you know, disdain Insults. for his breed, for his, his existence. People. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Exactly. So he um, turns from his original plan. Of, Which was, you know, killing Dixon. I'm uh, killing Gordon. Yeah, to feed him to his new daughters. To you know what? I've got something worse in mind for you. Oh, I'm gonna torture you. Yes, oh. like the worst torture you could ever possibly yep. imagine for for Gordon. Yeah, this was amazing. This yeah. was brilliant, brilliant mm -hmm. writing, and oh my gosh! So Dixon in the moment changes his mind cuts his arm cuts uh gordon's arm and gordon sees this happening and he knows what's going to happen as it's mm -hmm. as it's slowly happening and dixon takes his his cut arm and meshes it with with gordon's cut arm and gordon is screaming no yeah. no because yeah. he's being turned into the filth that he has been hunting, like he said, it's vermin, it's disease. Yes, it's that's not what that I wrote down. Into I was just like, he is spreading his disease to disease. Gordon. That's, just imagine somebody sick and intentionally infecting you. Yeah. With not just like a disease, but a vile disease. Yes, an, an incurable disease. Yes, incurable, but also just the worst thing that, that could happen to Gordon. Yeah. 
the acting, the look on his face, on Gordon's face, and also a little bit of glee on Dixon. Not like, mm-hmm. woohoo, but like, he has a plan now. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do yeah. this. You hate me? Yeah. Guess what? You're going to hate yeah. yourself so much more mm-hmm. after I do this. Oh, God. And my, for me, in the moment of recognizing what he was just about to do, and then seeing, I recognize it, then seeing the recognition on Gordon's face, I was like, yeah. oh my God. Amazing. Amazing yeah. writing and yes. amazing filmmaking right there. Yeah. Sterling did a really good job with his scream because it wasn't oh. just any scream, it was like a tortured, the worst pleading thing. scream. Yeah. So we so- leave Gordon with that. And then we go back to this motel. <laughs> the mattress motel. <laughs> and Sam and Dean have come to the agreement that they have to kill Gordon. First and foremost, whatever the vampire hunting aside, they have to kill Gordon. First things first. And Dean is like, really? Yeah, like Dean was like ready to like make his case. We got to kill Gordon. There's something we need to do. I know... <laughs> I know even you, know you are about humans. Yes. Yeah. And he, I like even his just is like, oh, but he's human. It's wrong. You know, he does this yeah. whole like Sam mockery. <laughs> right. But oh, Sam just... isn't. He's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm yeah. done. He won't stop until he kills me or he's dead. Yeah. So bottom line, he's got to die. And I wasn't shocked by that. I wasn't. I was like, I wasn't um, like, ooh, dark side Sam. It was just very pragmatic of Sam. Yeah. In order for me to live, he has to die because he just wants to kill me and he's going to keep trying until right. he succeeds. Right, because he's he's tried before. You know, he, they, they let him yeah. live twice in the past yeah. couple of interactions they've had with him. And, and it, it's just gotten more and more and more intense. Like, Gordon tried to blow him up, you know, with a, with a tripwire. A grenade. Right. A, a, a right. booby with trap. Grenades. A literal booby trap. <laughs> yep. And then tried to shoot him dead. Yes. You know, all, all the guns, bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Nope, that didn't work. Yeah, and putting him in prison to, didn't work. Tried to sniper kill him with uh, what's-her-butt um, oh, yeah. when they were in the motel. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, again, Gordon, not the greatest shot in the world. Neither was Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> right? There was a lot of gunfire and not a lot of... Um, yeah, like, if I were going to hunter hits. school, I would not want to be trained under the people that trained them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Bella calls Dean and Sam, and, you know, as her mea culpa, like, like mm-hmm. please don't kill me uh, mm-hmm. because I found Gordon. I know where yep. Gordon is. I talked on a spirit finding board, the Ouija board. Yeah. And not only did he did they tell me exactly where Gordon is? They also said to go the other way. Like, don't, yeah. don't follow Gordon. <laughs> yeah. This is, yeah, run as fast as you can, basically. Yeah. And she thinks that that squares her with Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, job done. Yay, you know, click, end of end of Bella. Yeah, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> for this episode. Like, I think yeah. We're, yeah, I think we're square now. So I wrote down, the next thing I wrote was, um, loved this scene, what's yeah. coming up yeah this it's like all time kind of stopped and slowed like all the forward momentum of this episode Mm -hmm. stopped for me uh and because where this this next scene picks up is gordon in the warehouse now he's no longer strapped to the bed he's now um hanged by his hands by a chain from the ceiling like the the blonde girls are Mm -hmm. 
and the color tones have changed. I wrote down dark, cold, and wet, but not like blue cold, like more of a- It was a more green. A severity. There's a very severe look about this look, yeah. about the, the, the saturation of this scene. It's, yeah. Yeah, it is green. It is, there's definitely a green, but there's a hardness to the cinematography um, that I was like, ooh. You yeah. know, it wasn't, it wasn't, when I say cold, I don't mean like burr cold, but like lack of hope. Sure. <laughs> there was just a severity about the, the look of this scene. You, so Gordon wakes up being strung up from the ceiling and it looks like he's not only just waking up, but it looks like he's been beaten a little bit. You know, he probably fought, you know, and struggled a little bit yeah. against the, the chains. There's like this audio, the audio is kind of this metallic driving pulse that's happening right. under yeah. under the scene as as Gordon's coming awake and realizing his surroundings and as he's looking yeah. around these surroundings and noticing that he's you know tied to the ceiling or chained mm -hmm. to the ceiling he sees the um the blonde girls are still there uh chained to the ceiling um and there's this like this sound at first I thought was a pulse because it, it wasn't a heartbeat it just was like this metallic pulsing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. stuff um, and it turns out it's it's not the pulse, but it was a pocket watch. He could hear that the, the ticking of this pocket watch mm -hmm. was so intense and so loud in his ears. Um, and as he's looking around, he, he sees the watch, he realizes what the sound is. And at the same time, he the sunlight starts to shine in through one of the windows. So it's like, what's happening here? Is This is the yeah. first time that we get to see from a vampire's point of view from like the right. monster's point of view. They're awakening, yeah. Yeah, the, how much the sights and the sounds are so overwhelming. Yeah. Oh my God, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's timing. That was brilliant timing, by the way. I know. So it's kind of like if you're really hungover, you know, Ugh. or have a migraine, and it's just like any kind of light source is just too much that times 150, you know, it yeah. just like bleeds out into your brain. Yeah, it's um, not your stereotypical skin sizzling burning of a vampire in a vampire TV show. It's yeah. just an intensity that you just can't handle. And he, he can't bear it anymore. So he uses all of his newfound vampire strength to break the chains break down. The chains. That's, yeah. And there's no Dixon anywhere. There's yeah. like Dixon isn't there. It's just the two blonde Yeah, he's girls. off to find, I guess, another victim for the, the two chickies. For the girls. Yeah. Um, but it's like, as he's, once he's like pulled himself free from the ceiling, he's, it's like, what next? His eyes are starting to like turn like blood red, not demon red, yeah. but like bloody. Yeah. Red. They're like, the, the, the rims of his eyes are bloody. And then also the, um, the irises are starting to like get those like, little like bleed. Blood it's cracks. almost like, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and the girls notice that he's awake and they start pleading with him. Just mm -hmm. like, you know, help please me, help, me. help me. And that's the, the last we see of Gordon in the, in the warehouse. But then we see him like stepping outside into the street He's just kind of like wandering around again, taking uh, in all of these new sights and sound, this new sensation the, that he's feeling. Yeah. The lights then, are just like searing his eyes. The sounds yes. are deafening, like a car drives by and it's almost unbearable. Yeah. And then he hears a heart beating. 
he looks over and there's this guy who's like broken down on the side of the road. He's fixing his tire. And he tries, he tries to fight it. Like he turns away. He kind of looks at himself in the reflection of a store window that's there. Kind of sees what he is, you know, becoming. becoming. Literally, he sees his teeth, his vampire teeth come in. He's looking at himself and he sees the teeth come in. And it's like, oh, he, oh, God, poor Gordon. I know. (laughs) know, I know. Watching this happen. Of course, in the back of my head is, oh, a reflection. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) But vampire stories are different. Yes, Um, yes. But yeah, he but tries in the to end, fight it. Yeah, yeah, he can't he can't help himself. And then when this guy is done fixing his tire, he gets in the car. And then there is Gordon in the backseat who viciously attacks him. It just eviscerates this man. In a very it's, Gordon type of way. <laughs> it's not even it's not even like the supernatural splatter. It's like a supernatural hose of water yes, that just sprayed. <laughs> all the windows i was like holy cow that is a nice massive blood splatter that happened inside of the car yep next thing we see is sam and dean at the warehouse because uh bella gave them instructions on where to find gordon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they don't find gordon they find dixon who's sitting on the floor like dejected like crying (laughs) and dejected and you're more like just go ahead and kill me what's you know what's my what's left of my life you know? Yes, because his two little chickies are now beheaded themselves. Now they're just like headless bodies <laughs> hanging from hanging. the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. And Dixon goes, you know, goes into a bit of a monologue, like revealing his desperation. He's like, I messed up. I was so blinded by my hatred and need for revenge on Gordon that I let my guard down. I did this. I veered from my plan, and now my quote yeah, family. I should, yeah, I should have never brought a hunter here. I should have never done what I did. And he doesn't quite say what he did. You know, he just right. kind of keeps going on. I'm like I was just so, I was just so lonely. I was just so desperate. Have desperate. you ever felt so desperate and done something? Everything just in my life mind? is gone. Yeah. So the, you know this, and like of course he's telling this to Dean who. Oh, I don't know anything about that. I'm staring down eternity alone. (laughs) Do you know what that's like? It's like, (laughs) all right, mirror, mirror, we get it. Yeah, yeah. We get it. Um, And then Sam kind of cuts in. He's like, psst, uh, Dean. (laughs) These these girls had their heads torn off. What did you do? Gordon would have just like cut their heads off. And... uh, (laughs) And that's, that's that's the last thing you see. You see, Sam yeah. says, "Is like, what'd you do to Gordon?" Yeah, you know, he dun, just dun, dun, kind dun. of realizes what Dixon had been hinting at during these yep. little like monologuing moments. So now we're Kubrick's, Kubrick's Jesus RV. Jesus. Yes, <laughs> he's um cleaning a gun or something, I think, or a knife. Yeah, doing doing something huntery. Yeah. And I want to say this is another truly amazing, well written, well acted scene. Yeah. And my first question, though, in this scene. Because Gordon shows up in the RV, you know, kind of sneaks in mm-hmm. the way Magically. vampires do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's not in vampire mode. He doesn't have the teeth or anything like that. Um, and he's basically there saying, you know, I, I didn't have any other place to go. But my question is, why did he go there? Why did he go to Kubrick? Because he admits to Kubrick that he's been turned. Uh, and Kubrick is is torn by this, but he's like, you know, you're my friend, but I still have to kill you. And you know this, you know yes. that there is no escape for you. I have to kill you. Yeah. And 
and Gordon's like, yes, but, you know, let me do this one last thing. Let me go kill Sam and then you can kill me, you know, type of thing. Because yeah. now that I'm stronger and faster, I can definitely kill the Antichrist. Let me go do this. So yeah. my question is, why did he come to Kubrick in the first place? I think that he felt so strongly about his Sam mission that he thought Kubrick also felt the same way. And he he did go there to be like, I am Let's a monster, you know, and I will come back to you after I'm done. And then you can do what you need to do. But, yeah. you know, I'm just... I'm going to go do this. Like, you don't have to do this anymore now that I'm like Superman. Well, you know, super vamp. I know. I know. (laughs) But so you can lay low, but I'm going to go kill him and then I'm going to come back so you can kill me. Yeah. Because I don't want to live like this. But, and he legitimately does believe I can do, you know, with this curse, I can do something good. Good. Yes. He does truly believe that. And unfortunately, Kubrick also knows the truth of the matter, which is, no, you can't. Yeah. And I have to kill you. Yeah. And he and he and he doesn't cover that up. He's like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you think you're gonna go get Sam? All right. And in the meantime, he's he's grabbed a knife, thinking he's just gonna go ahead and kill. Well, uh, he does kind of cover it up. You know, he's like saying what he's saying is not matching what he's doing, right? So he's right. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Sure. You can go out there and, and, and do one last good thing. Yeah. Just, you can totally go kill Sam. And while he's saying this, he's like grabbing his little machete thing and like inching towards him. At the same time though, suddenly Gordon starts to hear the heartbeat again. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now Kubrick's pulse is quickening. Yeah. And he, and he hears it. He hears the pulse, Mm -hmm. you know, and the teeth come in. And he like, I called it his spidey sense, which I didn't mean to do, <laughs> but it's like, he knows, he knows. And he's able to turn around and literally tear Kubrick's heart from his chest Yeah. before Kubrick can even get a, a blade in. Mm-hmm. And the look of shock and disappointment on, on Kubrick's face is like, oh God. And even Gordon is like, he even says, sorry. And he yeah. doesn't say it ironically. He's truly sorry. Yeah. So there's like the humanity part of Gordon still uh, overpowers the uh, the vampire monster side of him. A little bit, but the vampire monster side of him killed put him. his hand through Kubrick's through, heart. Through, through chest, his chest so. pulled out his beating heart. <laughs> yeah. But yes, but he was still able to say, I'm sorry. So there, he still has a little bit of humanity even though he's got a still beating heart in his hand i don't know it's i felt bad for the both of them yeah i felt bad for the both of them i, I mean they clearly weren't the best of friends uh you know because of the the jesus freak side of kubrick that you know gordon tolerated as opposed right, to embraced yeah. that's funny because there was actually an interview with them too or i was like reading up they both both sterling and uh michael massey were like how did these two end up together? <laughs> right. So they right. kind of like created a story within themselves. Like, oh, maybe Gordon saved Kubrick's life at some point. So now Kubrick is just like, oh, no, he is a good guy. So he, you know, he was there for me in this time right. of, of need. So they had their right. own little backstory as characters because they did both realize why are these two <laughs> hanging out together? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, especially in the in the Jesus trailer. Yeah. Right. I still, I loved the scene. I mean, I love the scene, even knowing that it was, you know, 
it didn't feel forced. It felt no. like, you know, two, two men who needed each other, um, relied on each other for certain things, and then were both betrayed at the same time, you know, by each other. Yeah. Um, well done. Uh, well acted. Well acted. Mm-hmm. And, and the pain on, on uh, Gordon's face of, of not just killing uh, Kubrick, but just the pain of the vampireness of him. I yeah. mean, because now his eyes are just like red, yeah. <laughs> like red bleeding. Yeah. Back at the back at the motel, the mattress motel. Yeah, um, yeah. the boys are destroying their phones. Yes, because they still haven't found Gordon yet, but they know how resourceful he is. So, like, okay, he can so. track cell signals. Let's just get rid of the phones. Yeah, we can, um, you know, hide our scent with that little concoction that we learned from Dad, you know, in season one. But Dean is just like, no, you know what? You can you you'll stay here, and I'll just go find him. You know, I'll just go yeah. kill him. Takes out the coal, yeah. you know, starts loading it. And this is like Sam finally is like putting his foot down. It's like, okay, this is Done. enough. Enough of your enough act. For the, enough of the kamikaze. I'm just gonna go do it. You know, enough of I'm your punchlines anyway. to everything tired yes because i can see through it this is yeah, your stop act. acting like you're not afraid yes because yeah. you are this is what you do when you're afraid i know because i've been around you my whole life and i looked up yep. to you my whole life this is like cue the the brother music underneath um, <laughs> yes or yes. same it's like all i wanted was just to you know be you you know to be my big brother yeah. i don't and... need you to be my hero i just need you to be my brother yes yeah. Just, so and, can, you know, just and, can you just, can you just, can you just, and there's a moment where Dean actually says what, and like, he actually started listening. It wasn't yeah. sarcastic. It wasn't like, what, it was like, what do you need? He actually yeah. stopped his, his, you know, charade. Snarkiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And says what? And that's when Sam says, just, could you just be my brother again? Just because, just yeah. because. Yeah. And I did note like throughout this episode like up until this point, I was like, Dean is being like, what's the word? But yeah, punchliney, like more punchy yeah. than usual. Flippin'. Like more with the yeah. with the one liners, like everywhere. And it's like this is a lot of one liners. And then here it yeah. was. It's like oh, oh, it's he's like really playing up the act, and he's really getting scared. And Sam is calling him out on it here. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. no one likes to be called out on their bullshit. Yeah. So Sam convinces Dean to stay put instead yeah. of rushing off to go face headlong you know, guns ablazing type of thing. Mm-hmm. Don't run into mm-hmm. the weapons. Um, and so they barricade themselves inside the motel with bed frames and a smudge <laughs> pot, apparently. Yes. Um, and so later that night, Dean's phone rings. I love the Sam's like, you've only had your phone for like two hours. <laughs> Who could you have given this number to? Um, and it turns out it's Gordon. Mm-hmm. And Gordon f- found the numbers by going to the phone store and was able to track their numbers down that way, which just makes me think, my God, what happened in the phone store? Oh yeah, like, I'm who sure did a he, Like what carnage? Yes, exactly. What carnage is left at that that mobile store? Uh, but he basically says, "You're gonna come. You're gonna come to me." And Dean's like, "No, not gonna happen." <laughs> and then Gordon puts a girl on the phone that he has kidnapped. And she's like, please come help me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the heroes have to go rescue yeah, save the girl. The right, girl. Right. But not before saying, Gordon, this isn't you. Yeah. You know, you're a hunter. You're not a killer. No, I'm not. I'm a monster. Yeah, using the girl as bait. So off Sam and Dean yes. have to go yes. rescue the damsel in distress. Right. And, uh, and it was just like, here's where he, a little bit, he loses the humanity for me because- a, he went through that cell phone store doing God knows what. B, is now using an innocent girl 
as ba- yeah. like his now his his mission to get Sam is um, combined with his vampireness Vampire. is the lack of humanity. Yeah, it's- yeah. And also, I wrote down. I was like, "There's not a. There's like no feeling in him. Like there is with Dixon, where he's like literally crying there, like mourning right. his two newfound yeah. uh, daughters that have just had their heads ripped off, or like, and I forgot her name, but the the first vampire that they all hunted to get Tara from Buffy. <laughs> oh, oh, right, <laughs> right, what, right, right. I, for, I forget the character that she played in in this, but you know, yeah, she was a they... feeling. You know, she she just yeah, wanted with, to take care of her family too. With, with the Benny guy who wasn't Benny. Yeah, he's got no feeling in him at this. At it's this, no moment. humanity. Yep, he just wants to kill Sam. Yeah, and it doesn't matter who he kills in the process. Mm-hmm. So off they head to this factory. Um, they find the girl. She's tied up and gagged. Mm-hmm. They untie her, but she's too weak to to stand. So Dean like whisks her up. And uh, is they're running, they're trying to run out of the uh, the factory with her. And I love this. Dean's like, stay close. And as soon as he says, you know, <laughs> Sam, stay close, this like garage door like slams down <laughs> between the between two of them. them. <laughs> I'm like, lots well, of timing. And then the lights go out. Yeah. And I just want to say this again, totally cool sequence because we're seeing it from we get to see it from the vampire side of things. Yeah. Like Dean, uh, Sam is in the dark. Sam yeah. cannot see. He can't see anything. Gordon has like infrared eyesight. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, which I thought was pretty cool. Now, I know my my experiences <laughs> growing up, if the power went out and the lights went out type of thing, I had this weird reflex where I would drop to the ground. <laughs> because I figured that if anything was trying to kill us, it would be still standing and it wouldn't expect me to be on the ground. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Like, if you ever just, like, turned out the lights on me for any reason, if you turned the lights back on again, you would have found me crouched down on the <laughs> So, like, when the lights went out on Sam, I was like, hit the ground! Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm literally like, hit the ground! Those are my reflexes. It took me a second to realize that they were going for its complete darkness and Sam can't see. Because, of course, they had to light the scene in which we right. could we see what's going on. It he's yeah, right so there the can't you see him yeah. you know yeah, so, <laughs> there's so a blue him, cast like, everywhere the sam with his hands out going you know yes, gordon yeah. you know so it, did t- you? it took me just a like maybe a tad too long to realize like oh ah. he's he's <laughs> he, in he utter darkness and black. gordon's playing with his food because he sam can't see and gordon can i'm right Got here it. sam okay no. whoop mm-hmm. nope not there yep oh man and he's just stalking sam and monologuing at the same time yes. so this is like so, Gordon's so much monologuing in this episode there there, there was there's a lot between dixon and gordon yes tons of monologuing but you know what i i didn't mind it because no, it was I didn't exposition either, that, but that was needed yeah but yes yeah. it's like oh look they're monologuing um and and sam again tries with the gordon you're not a killer you're a hunter Mm-hmm. You know, they both, both Dean and Sam have tried to convince Gordon that he's human and that he has humanity instead of just yeah. outright trying to kill him. They're still trying to convince him to yeah. like come back from the dark side, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the meantime, Dean on the other side of the garage door, it's light on his side, by the way. Um, <laughs> yes. 
is like trying to bang his way out of the the locked room you know to to get his way to sam or you know to break the barrier between them yeah because gordon has hinted is like no you're right i didn't kill the girl i I just did something a lot worse and so then yeah q dean banging on the door and then all of a sudden (laughs) the girl you know leaps up and attacks him because yes she vamps out and he's so shocked. He's so taken by surprise, <laughs> yeah. Dean is. He, like, pulls out the Colt, which I didn't know he had on him. But he pulls it out, shoots her in the head, like, right between the eyes type of thing. Uh, yeah. She dies. And he's like, oh, what, what just happened? Yeah, like, he's, like, oh. so shocked. Ooh. So almost Whew. comically. Yeah. Thank God almost. I had the Colt. You know? <laughs> Dodge that bullet, so to speak. So, like, yeah. And he seemed a little shaken by the <laughs> by how quickly, you know, events turned for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, in the meantime, Gordon is still saying that he knows the truth about Sam. I know that you're the Antichrist. I know that you're not human. I know, you know, it's like Gordon is just so fixated on what he thinks he knows I know about Sam. I know. And now and, he's also like, we are both now the same. We're both evil. You yeah. know, I'm going to kill myself after I kill you off. You know, you should, right. you should be doing this you should, yourself. You should kill right. yourself you should just because kill you're yourself evil. Right. I know I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm going to kill myself, but not before I kill you. But Since yeah. you won't do it yourself. He must have really enjoyed seeing the look of, I don't want to say panic on Sam's face, but just the, just the, the emotions uh-huh. that Sam was feeling, having all this stuff like thrown in his face. Mm-hmm. You know, also know that he's being hunted by Gordon. I know. Um, sneaks up on Sam and just bashes him through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Bashes him through the wall where dean is so they're now in that same room Mm -hmm. um knocks the machete out of uh sam's hand and just Mm -hmm. proceeds to start beating him yeah dean tries to like shove him off yeah he tries to shoot him he like points the colt at him and then gordon like smacks it out of his hand and then like shoves him up against the wall starts beating him down knocks him out yeah yeah goes for the throat he actually gets lands a, a bite down onto dean's neck and to yep. me, this was kind of like, this is payback for all of the fights that Dean has won <laughs> against Gordon. Finally, yeah, like Gordon gets his comeuppance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But not for long. No. But yeah, he totally takes like a giant bite out of Dean mm-hmm. who is knocked out cold. Sam is seeing this happen and it like kind of like flips a switch in him. He's like, no. Mm-hmm. So he leaps onto Gordon, grabs him, throws him off. And now, you know, a death match starts starts happening between gordon yeah. and sam yeah sam and gordon are fighting and they're just like bashing each other back and forth back and yeah. forth slamming them through uh shelving units and things like that and gordon mm-hmm. at one point slams sam up against this one shelf where there just happens to be a coil of like razor wire or barbed yeah. wire and he's able to in this moment wrap his hand around some some rags grabs the razor wire and then flings himself literally throws himself yeah. at gordon and wraps the razor wire around Gordon's neck. And now these two are face to face with Sam pulling and strangling. Yeah, he's like basically, um, I, I don't know how to pronounce this it's word. Garrot. G- g- garroting? Yes, he's basically garroting, garroting Gordon with yep. the razor wire. What an intense and scene this was because it's just like just them staring down staring each, at other. each other. Sam is like, yep. you know, slowly pulling, slowly pulling, slowly pulling. I think maybe he was waiting for Gordon to back down a little bit while also yep. putting more maybe and more, I... more pressure. And then all of a sudden, his head popped off. I felt like Gordon welcomed that. 
I felt like there's a part of him that while he was struggling against Sam mm-hmm. in that moment, just the look on his face was like, do it, just do it. You know, cause it only proves his point that Sam yeah. is a killer, you know? <laughs> uh, and also it ends his, you know, his misery. torment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I will say in this moment that Sam, while Sam was determined you know, to end Gordon's life, I didn't see the same look on his face that I've seen in other moments where he killed, let's just say, like Jake, you know, that coldness wasn't there. Yeah, there wasn't desperation, but there was definitely, um, he had to do this. It wasn't just like, I'm just doing it because I can. Uh He's he struggled, you know, it was, it wasn't the cold, dark Sam that we've seen. Yeah, I don't think I don't think but wow, that scene. Wow, that scene. There was some, there was some interesting cinematography uh, during that when, when Gordon was kind of hunting, you know, stalking Sam. Yeah, before. yeah. It was very reminiscent for me um, of the serial killer ghost episode, the one where Joe was in the wall. Right. And that guy. It was just that, his face, yes. just his mouth. Yes. Yes. Very it was really much similar to that, and I liked it because they close. Yeah. They did like close up shots of like Gordon's mouth while he's just talking, mouth, or just his eyes. Yes, you know? yes. Oh, I thought it was so. Mm-hmm. It just because you never saw his whole face in those shots. It was. Yeah. It was just. It again. It takes away from the human part of him because you're only focused on his teeth or his mouth or the words he sang. Yeah, you know, or the, the just the gleam in his eyes, the death in his eyes. It was just yes. oh god, it was just such a focus on all of the senses that he is now experiencing. Yes. Like his like eyesight's like crazy now, so then they focus yes. on his eyes and the sounds and the, and the yes. touch. It was so, it was god, it was so yeah, it was nice. good, and I'm so glad that it was something that uh, we noticed. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> I will also point out that this was to to date as in to like this this date in in the timeline of the episodes yeah yeah this was eric kripke's favorite death scene or like method of killing somebody you know sam like grabbing a razor wire and somehow having superhuman strength to then like (laughs) saw somebody's head off off. yeah Yeah. eric is just like it doesn't make any sense because how could sam have the strength to cut through gordon's head but not his own hands you know like the pressure right. well, would have cut rags. through everybody yeah exactly he was able to grab He's the like, rags i know it doesn't make sense i don't care because it was freaking awesome yeah well not <laughs> <laughs> it was this was an amazing amazing death and it was a perfect ending because he didn't just get away with a bullet you know the boys yeah. didn't just cut his head off mm-hmm. you know it was a drawn out horrific painful death for the both of them yeah. You know, Sam literally had this man's life in his hands. Wow. Oh, you know? very nice. Very nice turn of phrase. Thank you. Thank you. They walk so, away. And, the, and, and they, I like that Dean does a little callback. Who's the yeah. kamikaze now? <laughs> yeah. A little reckless there, don't you think? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I also love, though, that when Dean comes to and he stands up, he's standing up next to a sign in the, uh, in the warehouse that says like 180 days since our last accident. You know, it is one of those safety that. signs. Was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was like safety on the work, you know, safety in the workplace, you know, 180 days since our last accident. I was like, Oh yes. Yay for set dressers. 
man, yeah. the factory workers are going to have a, a sight to see when they go into work tomorrow. Oh, right. <laughs> I love, yeah, because like Sam and he just like walked away. I'm like, they, they leave they the body in the head. <laughs> the girl with the gunshot wound yeah. and the head. Oh, yeah, that's the right. The girl. I forgot about the girl. <laughs> they just And they just walked away. Yeah. Yeah. So the next thing we see. Yeah, in the uh, wrap up in the wrap-up is the impala but what we see is for the first time is the green cooler which has become a prop icon mm-hmm. for for supernatural fans which i you know i'll take it i'll mm-hmm. take it you know same as uh you know dad's journal through the entire series of supernatural the journal has stayed the same the pages have changed obviously mm-hmm. but the actual journal itself has remained the same prop same thing with this cooler this cooler yeah. turns out is what the beer what the guys the boys keep their beers in, not what the beers yes. keep the boys in. Um, <laughs> so the boys are fixing the Impala. They, there's been a rattle. Um, so Dean has got his tools out and he's fixing something in the Impala. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're not fighting. No, they're kind of falling into what you assume is their usual roles of like Dean fixing the car and asking Sam for the tools. You yeah, know, it's like, sharing, right, hand, yeah. hand me this wrench, hand me the screwdriver, yeah. hand me the... Yada, yada. Sharing, sharing beers and Dean teaching Sam how to fix certain things. Ah, uh, but this was new and it was obviously new because Sam is so surprised by it. Like Dean is usually it's Dean like fixes the just car. Just fixing the car. Sam yeah. just hands the tools over and like sits on the, on the cooler. <laughs> yeah, right. And this right. time he's like, Sam, Sammy boy, come here. I'm going to show you something. And like starts yeah. pointing out car things and vocabulary and right. I don't remember any of it, but <laughs> it's like, this is a carburetor <laughs> and this does this to that thing. And there's some cylinders and, uh, and pistons. <laughs> and <laughs> we I know ask- so much about cars. We need to get that guy on. Uh, we do. Uh, Jack. Jack, right? Jack. Yeah. Yes. Next time there's a car yeah, episode, we'll get him on. So anyway, and then he's teaching Sam these things and Sam is like, okay, this is new. This is different. And Dean chalks it up to, listen, you're going to have to know these things for the future. And leaves it at that. Doesn't go into a whole, like, I'm going to die in six months or, you know, you're going to be alone. Just says the future. The future. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's what big brothers are supposed to do. Yeah. It's not because I'm going to die. It's just because this is what I'm supposed to do. It was a great way to, to end the episode. Because Sam just, you know, Sam takes the tools and starts tinkering with the car. Yeah. And Dean sits down on the cooler and, and drinks a beer. And it's and the way it should, at him. Yes. yes, but that's the way it should be. <laughs> so I want to say I was so relieved uh, with this episode because I was like, scratch one off like one bad guy off actually two bad guys because killed off gordon obviously but also kubrick who was following you know gordon's lead Mm -hmm. so i was kind of like yay i mean mean, oh Mm -hmm. but gordon was such a threat gordon was such a threat to them for for many reasons even with the from the very first time before before the whole like sam is dark thing right and so the fact that he's dead check that one off the list so now we still have the um, FBI guy. No, who's uh? Yeah, it, it's the we FBI haven't, we guy. We haven't seen we haven't seen him in a long time. But yeah, since the FBI the, guy since the Season jail two. episode. 
So FBI guy, got to get him off, the, yeah. <laughs> check him off the list. And but anyway, so I was just, I was just happy that I was like, check done. That's one, yes. one, one less person who's going to hurt our boys. Right. Yeah. Cause hurt. it's, cause it's not just the FBI guy. It's the FBI. It's the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the real, the real law as opposed to like the supernatural law. It's yes. actual and the demons now it's like all of demon kind are after sam because they want the crown of right. leading the army right. which and i and think sam i don't know if sam knows that yet like i'm not sure how much dean relayed his probably. conversation with cassie or carrie or whatever her name was cassie yeah probably um, not probably not a lot yeah even though sam did confide in dean about the missing bullet <laughs> you know from right. the from the cult right. yeah and the fact that well there's the mysterious, you know, who holds Dean's contract, but that doesn't have anything to do with Sam. Some bad guys, yeah. The, but it's, but it is like, but the clock is ticking on Dean's yeah. life, so that's like a whole other obstacle, right? So, so yeah, you're right. It is nice to check one obstacle off the off. list. So we know that uh, the way things were left with Bella, Bella obviously still has one more pop up at least since. Yeah the way things were left with her on this we, we don't see gordon again hopefully he doesn't get reincarnated with his head uh so yeah my my, my question is what's next then you know if this know. this was the big bad this was one of the big bads you know yellow eyes is gone gordon walker is gone you know so now are we going to shift back into the deal like are we shifting back towards dean's story now or are we going to shift into sam's journey further into the dark side like what's next i don't know what's right. next. what's next well, next is Supernatural Christmas, so I don't think anything <laughs> story-wise is going to happen. <laughs> oh, okay. So probably not. Probably no. not a whole lot of advancement in that storyline. No. No. Okay. And this was aired around Christmas time, and I think that's super fun that they made a Christmas episode like so many, you know, sitcoms right. do it all the time. You know, Friends had like Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes every year. Yes. Um, yes. So why not? Why not throw a holiday theme episode right. in Br a... Bring on the ugly sweater memes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and I don't think this is the only time they do that. I think there's no, at I, least one other I Christmas think you're right. episode. I think you're right, but I can't remember when or what it is. But we'll I'm just excited have to get through. To yes, watch exactly. It. <laughs> we just got to work our way through until we find the next one. I know. So Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, please be sure to follow us, subscribe to us, rate us anywhere you can. Do so on podcast networks. A five-star rating on Apple would be really, really helpful. We would greatly please. appreciate it if you did. If you like us, I mean, if you, if you don't <laughs> like us, just don't do anything at all. Just ignore Let's you go, can tell us on, on social media that exactly. you didn't like us and we'll, we'll do our best to fix what you didn't like. Please yes. don't leave And us you can find people. us on social media at Salt and Burn This everywhere. Yay! Yay. So, Salt and Burn This Insta, Salt and Burn This Twitter, Salt and Burn This Facebook, Salt and Burn This TikTok. TikTok, have I have a few up. Yay. I did a few. <laughs> Yay. I've loved your TikToks. I especially love oh, the one that, com that completes me that completely outs me <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a naive spirit. That one cracks me up so much. Uh, it did me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone. We will see you next week for Supernatural Christmas. 
Thanks. Right. Bye. Bye.